This is the Dorkside News Network, and this just in. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dorkside News Network. I'm trying to sound spooky because this is a spooky episode in the middle of... What's the, what's this month? March? God, March, March Madness. March yeah. Madness. And we are huge fans of March Madness. <laughs> I'm James. I'm Richard. And I'm Frankie. And this is the Dorkside News Network. So uh, if you guys haven't heard us before, well, then you should hear us before and go listen to us more. I don't. I think I'm trying to rhyme, but it's he's lost. Yeah, yeah, he's lost. mad. Uh, go to uh, DorksideStudios.net. Find everything and everything yeah, about yeah. us there. Podcast, uh, booby shots. That, that's because we have we, a Patreon. We do cosplay <laughs> stuff. We do cosplay stuff. It's art, people. It is art. It's actually really good art. It, yeah, thank you. Uh, and and Frankie's there at some point too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's here right now. Oh yeah, he is here right now. Yeah, here right now, guys. Uh, I feel like I'm going insane. There'll be other stuff though, guys. So, so my just so just so people aren't confused, um, obviously because it's March Madness. I heard about this thing, and I said, you know what? I love Lovecraft. I didn't know they had a whole month dedicated to it. So the guys said they kind of gave me a funny look. But here we are. We're gonna do a lot of stuff about news relevant news that's up and going in the in the pop culture gaming board games anime all that kind of stuff but we're also going to give some background on the whole yeah. point of this month the well, H, you know well, hp lovecraft so, and the call of cthulhu so about that uh we yeah. might have led you on a little bit marsh madness is actually basketball related that makes no sense yeah i just chose madness because it's madness but March Madness is. I'm all still trying to wrap my brain around college basketball. That's all it is. Wait, even it's not even. No. Okay. <laughs> all right. We're, but I don't know anything about that, so we're gonna that, keep talking that's, about. That's fair. Yes, I I picked the theme March Madness or the Lovecraft theme for March Madness because I felt like March and Madness and Lovecraft go together well. So. I just chose it because of that. It has nothing to do with college basketball, though. So if you're listening for that, sorry, you won't hear any about that here because we don't know sports. Frankie, <laughs> no sports. Frankie's out of all of us. Like I know football, but not enough. Some anime about basketball. <laughs> How'd you make no evil? No, there's there's an anime about every sport. Every sport. <laughs> the fucking weebs know the anime by heart too. All right, let's get onto the news first. So we always do our news segments first, and then we move into our theme for the uh, the last half. Uh, the big news today, GDC was, I think, yesterday from time of recording, uh, which is the Google's development Google development conference, or is it Gamers? No, it's Google. It's Google. Yeah, it's Google's. And Google came out with, I, I don't know how to say it. I'm going to say Stadia. Stadia. It's either Stadia or Stadia. And it's a new gaming console that is, I saw the preview for it. It's mind-blowing. I don't know how it's going to work. It's mind-blowing. If, I mean... Cut, leave it to Google to come up with this idea that nobody has ever thought of before of not having a console and being able to play your games, cutting edge modern games, over the internet using the power of the cloud. 10.9 teraflops. It feels like, wait, actually, it kind of feels like 2007. <laughs> but so the, the weird thing about it was I'm trying to figure out, they didn't really give us a lot about it. They showed yeah. a demo of the guy, which was cool. He was playing, um, Assassin's Creed Origins. Okay. He was playing on a, I think it was like a tablet first, and then he moved to his phone. And instant instant transfer. There was no lag time. There was like, when you pick a switch up off the dock, it was that fast. So like, yeah, you have your yep. switch sure, dock, yeah. and then it goes. And then he moved from his, his tablet to his phone, to a, a PC, to 
any other thing that Android makes and ended up on a smart TV and the smart TV could play it too. Yeah. And it was nuts just watching how fast it was just transferring. I, that is a hundred percent a cool feature. Yeah. Um, I think the reason why switch is gaining so, so much ground is that ability to go from, you know, what? I'm at lunch at work. I'm playing through a little bit. Now I'm home. I'm playing through a little bit. Oh, Hey, um, people want to like, you know, play together on smash. Okay. Let's connect it to the TV. Yep. Oh, wait. Um, I'm going to be in the wants, bathroom a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody wants to watch a movie. All right. You guys can have it. I'll, I'll still be here. So yeah, I think they have something going for it. That's the same thing. Why, why I have so many Chromecast devices. Yes. Yeah. Um, the, the one thing that's confused me though, and I'm sure Google has the solution to this. I just don't know how was how they're licensing all these games. Cause these are, these are games. I'm not Amazon. Um, Oh God, what Assassin's Creed Origins is a game that is on consoles and PC. Sure, and yeah. That is like a legitimate, I play the game with my controller game. Mm-hmm. And they said, this is just one of the thousands of games that they have. And I'm like, how does the licensing work for this? Because do they own the game? Do you own the game? Do you pay a service fee? Like, I bet it's like Netflix. That's what they keep saying. It's the Netflix of games. So I'm, a th- I'm assuming that's what it is. Yeah. So that'd be cool. Which means the games will vanish potentially over time as they lose the licensing yeah. right they- oh that would be an interesting concept like like you're saying like over time they vanish mm-hmm. and, and you then, get new ones so i guess uh i i wonder if store like save data if there's a way to like have it oh yeah there's got to be a way to do that too yeah so i wonder i wonder how that system works i not that it's like super super important um uh, that it's like cloud or anything. I just, I kind of want to just know the the systematics behind it and how how it'll work because. It, it, I feel like if a Google developer came and explained that to us, we'd have smoke coming out of all of our ears. Well, yeah, it, like I, I it's, literally manage a team of developers exactly. who build software like this, guys, <laughs> and I still don't know how it works. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> well, I mean, I know how my my software works. I don't know how that software yeah. works. But uh, no, I mean, I do think that's a uh, really cool idea. It's basically going back. For me, it it literally just sounds like this old thing that I, I used to do when I was younger, when I would rent video games. Sure. Uh, I used to go to Hollywood Video. I don't know if that's in the States, guys. <laughs> um, you should have said Blockbuster. We still have one left. Yeah. <laughs> I, but it was Hollywood I'm video. Sorry. That's the one that no, had it was, kind of like yeah. a cool separate area for video games. And you could and trade in your games mm-hmm. and buy yeah. them there and everything too. Yeah. So I don't know if GameStop bought them or not. I, I feel no, like no. Game Crazy uh, ended up trying to sell or like trying to do their own thing. To, yeah. uh, they branched off. They did. They bought their contract from Hollywood Video or the the company that they were with before, and then they branched off. But I could talk about that. But that'll be a long other story. <laughs> I actually do know all the details about that. Um, Comment if you want to, you know. Yeah, hear, hear about, about the that, history yeah. of game crazy Hollywood video. <laughs> I'll yeah, comment. and why uh, <laughs> and why Captain Marvel didn't land in a Hollywood video instead of a blockbuster. Yeah, if you guys, if 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 there's big enough demand, um, I'll do I'll do a small update for Dorkside News. ASMR Network. video. Yeah. About <laughs> <laughs> but so, um, but basically, what I was trying to say is, you paid a fee, uh, and you could rent games. Whenever you wanted, all you had to do is bring the game back. You can only rent one. You can't rent. Uh, that was the way they kind of like made sure you didn't go too crazy or they lost too many games or whatever. Uh, is you can only take one out. Um, you return it and then you can get a new one. And it's just you keep it for how however long you want. Doesn't yeah. matter. Just as long as you pay that fee and whatnot. So that to me, 
that's basically what it, it's seeming like it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But now with that Netflix mechanic like you were talking about, which isn't going to be too bad because like that, that could be kind of fun because now you you kind of like as a player, you kind of have to time schedule yourself. You're like, oh, dude, I've really wanted to play this game. Yeah. Like I only have this long to beat it. My, my, my big issue is just games like Skyrim and I guess Bethesda games. If I can't mod them, I won't play them. <laughs> I want the like photorealistic yeah. star constellation in the sky yeah. and mm-hmm. all this stuff. See, and that's why PC Master Race will always win because PC Master Race. It's just PC. I like. Yeah. I I am not saying consoles are bad. I love uh, consoles. It's when you when you want the well, best. We got to the age right now where I feel like consoles have finally caught up to computers, and then computers are like just kidding. And yeah, they yeah, <laughs> they're just the right. I mean, I mean, I don't know, but what? Here's the thing. If they give you your space, they're like, oh, your files get saved to your Google Drive. And so you can upload mods if you want, whatever. Like yeah. They give you a spot and they're like, you know what? You you connect your keyboard and mouse. I I mean, at some point, it is PC Master Race in the cloud. You know, a funny subject about the yeah. mods. I think mods are just like, it's a cheat code. It's just another way we described cheat codes because, well, one of the cheat codes for a very popular, you know, like the old school popular cheat codes for sports games and stuff like that was like big head mode and sure. having, you know, a, a specific celebrity on your team and like NFL blitz or something like that. So. I, I, I agree with that. I mean, but I don't think those were like unlock codes or something. Like, yeah. You'd like, have to put a They're like goofy you. codes, right? Yeah. They, they weren't like, immortality mode or like yeah. beat your friend mode they were yeah they were big head mode and stuff and oh there were there were games that some had games, like games, a yeah. god mode where you could well, those are cheat those are cheat codes though right that that is flat out cheat codes because you're cheating you're you're immortal <laughs> which is fun because we have a uh, segment on cheating <laughs> which is fun <laughs> you find that fun well we have a we have a segment on cheating coming up well kind of um real quick though i wanted to go back to the hollywood video thing just real quick because i wanted to talk about that business model so Game Crazy's business model is if you have zero product in the store, you're making the most amount of money. That is a crazy business model. So if you're, I'm saying if you have everything rented Isn't out. every business model? Well, no, like, well, you're still trying to sell product and you're then you replace the product with stuff to sell it. Yeah. But the way Game Crazy was, is if they don't have anything, they're winning. Because everything's checked out and they're making money. Yeah, of course, I mean, you would want to bring in more product to check out again after that, but... I mean, like if you went into Walmart and like there's just debris everywhere and the whole <laughs> store is empty, the employees are like, we don't know what to do. And, and we're like, what happened? And they're Tumbleweeds like, rolling by. Yeah. They're like, well, there was a mega sale yesterday and they emptied the store. They're winning. Yeah. So I think that's every retail that's establishment. That's true. That's true. That's fair. Um, all right. So the next step we have... Um, Still on gaming platforms for some reason. Snapchat is jumping into the business, and I have literally zero clue on what the hell is going on. Just that Snapchat announced that they're putting a gaming platform on their Snapchat platform. So, I don't know what that means. Let me ask you a question. You're a cool kid. You're <laughs> you're like up on these like modern new things. Most of the time, you're at yeah. least like four years younger than me. I'm a millennial. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you still play games in Facebook Messenger? Within the last three weeks, I did play one on Facebook Messenger in the last three weeks. Okay, but right. a lot of the games I have are 
I consider them Facebook Messenger type games because they're brainless games, but they're ones I've downloaded. So they're not necessarily Facebook games, but they're they're like voodoo games. They make a bunch of the uh, just. So are you playing inside the Messenger app? Or no, not? I'm not. See, I for a while did play a lot of games, like flash games and stuff. I inside. remember we did play one game, and together. we did as a group. Yeah, yeah we yeah. played a little bit. And I felt like it kind of petered out and I don't really know many people. Like I used to see the messages pop in all the time. You've been invited. You've yep. been invited. And now it's kind of gone away. And I feel like Snapchat is dying. I think they're, my understanding is their user base is withering yeah. and people are leaving because is, everything you can do in Snapchat, you can effect, effectively now do in Facebook Messenger. Yeah. And I saw the st- stats for them though. It's really weird. Their user base is declining at a pretty steady speed, but yeah. their revenue went up 38% this year. Well, because <laughs> I think the the business people in the corporations who purchase advertising, they think the cool, like pop kids are like in Snapchat, Probably. not realizing that a lot of kids have already like moved on. Yeah. So um, I, the only thing I can see uh, as a gaming platform that this would uh, make successful of is of an AR type system where your face gets in the game. Yeah, that's, I that's, guess that'd be cool. I guess that'd be something that'd be cool. Like I can be Duke Nukem. I don't, I mean, I've never really wanted to be Duke Nukem. Would you see your eyebrows because it's a first person? (laughs) (laughs) Those are my (laughs) eyebrows. I can tell. I don't know. I I don't know what Snapchat's going to do. I just thought it was funny that of all the companies, like Starbucks is going to be next to join the game. I I don't know. You know, I think if everybody else saw my face in real time as I was playing the game, like I can't see my face. Yeah. But they're like, wait, what's... Stop drinking! Like, oh, he's drinking. And he's making weird faces. Like, it's all like you're, you're playing Call of Duty. Yeah. And they see you sitting there drinking. Like, would you move already, you son of a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's it's gonna be crazy. Um, we talked about this last week, and you guys are still holding me to it, but I'm still gonna bring it up. PAX East is this weekend now, guys. Um, I'm gonna be live Facebooking. So if you guys know my my name, James Alexander on Facebook. Is that a, is that, if, if is that a real you just term? just posted it, Dork said cookies. Oh, like. crazy. I know. <laughs> it's there. It's almost like we could Twitch stream it and everything. I don't know. Oh, if that's, it's, that's, that's, that's too real. Yeah. That's too real? That's too, oh, real. Too, actually, too extra for all you people out there. I guys. actually don't know. If, if you want the extra, you're going to have to comment and ask. I actually it. don't know if we could Twitch stream it because I don't know if there's going to be a live stream in, a PAX, in the PAX East building. I just, yeah, I mean, he's, re- he's going to get these updates throughout the day. Yeah. So, and like, when I get the update, I post it. I, I mean, yeah, we could it. hang out. You could take the day off work and just hang out um, doing whatever. Or, yeah. Like, well, we I could, think it's on Saturday, so I should yeah, be fine. So, no, we can't. We were recording. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, shit, we are. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, but PAX East is this weekend, and I've seen a lot of rumors of a lot of companies that are saying that they're going to announce some games. And again, one of those games is Borderlands 3, and I'm 100% sure you can hold me to my word on that one. I know for a fact Borderlands 3 is coming. And you guys. And if it isn't, I'm going to shoot him with the marshmallow gun. <laughs> um, another, another announcement, guys. I'm coming out with my company. Uh, we're going to come out with a new game. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's the game where you sit there and you smoke. And then you, <laughs> yeah, you talk exactly. about things. It's a dialogue-based game. It's a Bioware mm-hmm. game. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm excited for Paxi. So there's going to be a lot of stuff coming out. Um Pax East is kind of the new E3. Yeah, I agree. With and that. I think it's that's. The, I'm saying Pax that, is kind of the new E3. But have you ever been to a Pax? Well, hold on. Let me explain why. We had other news that I don't know if we talked about last week, but 
we know Sony jumped ship from E3. That was announced yeah. a few months ago. EA just dropped ship as well from E3. Yep. So another big publisher is no longer going to be at E3 this year, okay. which leaves like you know Bioware, Bethesda. I don't know if Activision will be there. Maybe they will. I don't. And EA, I believe, and Microsoft. Okay. So it's going to be the Microsoft show this year. That's all it's going to be. And Microsoft is going to be like, yeah, we have all the cool stuff, and it's coming out on Switch. <laughs> What that, what that if, is crazy. I, what I, if I, Nintendo is the new Microsoft? They've wow. secretly merged. I saw a really gross meme for that earlier today. I'll have to put it up somewhere. But it was funny. It was like two anime characters kissing with the. Uh, was it gross? Was it gross. I saw that. Oh, yeah, no, it was gross. Ah, that was funny. It was funny. Anyways, um, but yeah. So I'm thinking that Microsoft might announce um, their new discless console at E3 this year. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, but at PAX, I have no idea. There's so many uh, game companies that are going to be there. Square Enix is going to be there. We don't know what that means. Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Um, we might get announcement for that. I don't know. It seems like it's kind of vanished. I think they're worrying about... I think their actual gameplay is not as fun as, as <laughs> they were hoping. Hideo Kojima just went way off on the deep end this time, and he's just he's too far gone now. Like, can we... Actually, can we get more movie and less <laughs> gameplay? Because the gameplay looks kind of boring. Yeah. Um, sad. Well, just hey, Kojima, just give up your job as a game director and become a movie director. Yeah. Boom, done. There's there is one announcement I'm hoping for this this weekend, okay. and I'm almost positive it won't happen. But hey, I can hope, and I know it's Frankie's on board with me too. Tetsuya Nomura, director of Final Fantasy, said that when they were done with Kingdom Hearts three, they would move directly on to the remake for Final Fantasy seven. That's bullshit. Well, they're done with Kingdom Hearts three. It's been a while. It's only been like a month. So Still. you're saying that will not be out this weekend? I don't know if they'll announce it, but I hope they will. Okay. Because I would love to see more news. If they don't, it's dead. Game. I'm calling it. <laughs> I'm calling it if they don't announce it. any. So they have two They have two times to announce it. So wait, uh, you said they're not going to be at they're, E3? They're not doing E3. They're, okay. They're so they not, have one. They have this, this literal convention. If they don't announce it here, what? it's dead. No, it's done. There is one other time that they can do it, and this is the one that everybody's talking about. So... They're not oh, going to be at E3. At their own thing. They're not going to do PlayStation Experience this year either. But what a lot of people are expecting them to do is what Nintendo's doing now, which is the Nintendo Directs. So instead of them a putting month, on a big mo- conference... Uh, every other month updates. Yeah, they're just going to... Here you go. Here's the games that are coming out in the next few months. And then a few months later, okay. here's another few games that are coming out. And so they can control their little their hype level. Hmm. But they need to do it soon because we have very little games. Like I'm saying, yeah, we have very little games to to care about this year for Sony. I, I, I'm saying, like, re- honestly, if they don't talk about uh, like uh, the remake of Final Fantasy VII soon, it, I already think it's dead. I already think it's not going to happen. I think event like three years down the line, somebody will somewhat ask the question and they'll be like. Oh yeah, that's been gone for a long time. We don't. <laughs> there goes another yep, tumbleweed. Exactly. <laughs> tumbleweed just rolling by. Um, while we're on the topic of Final Fantasy, any Final Fantasy fans listening, I still want to know what the hell is going on with Final Fantasy VIII. And I bring this up because every other game has been brought back, remastered, brought back to another system, put somewhere else, except for Final Fantasy VIII. It has disappeared off the face of the planet. You can only get it on PS2 right now. <laughs> it's vaulted. It was kind of uh, lame. Yeah, it was kind of. Weird. I agree, but the girlfriend wants to play Final Fantasy, and she said that she wants that one to be her first. So of course, I have to Why find you, the white she's whale. She's so difficult. I know she is. <laughs> she's so difficult. I was like, you want to do a that has a little gem. Wait, tree. wait, 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 wait. 
Is hers as bad as my my first choice? Which was Dirge of Cerberus. Oh god, don't do that either. That was my first That's not choice. even a Final Fantasy game. It just has dude, the dude, word. That was great. I loved it. It just has the word Final loved Fantasy. I love the story. It. <laughs> it was amazing. I shot things, they died. It's because you were a vampire. We know your thing for vampires, Frankie. <laughs> what do you mean? I <laughs> hate vampires, but okay. <laughs> Uh, but no, I'm really, I'm really confused about what happened to Final Fantasy VIII. Right. Um, she wants to play it, and it's, it's gone. So I'm well, trying to convince uh, her. I, I got you a great, great thing here, my dude. So I'll tell you what. I'm gonna give you about fifty bucks. We'll go down to the swap. <laughs> oh, mate. I already have my PS2. Okay. I, I well then, um, I just don't understand. We'll go why down I, to Fry's. We'll find you the analog converters. <laughs> Whatever you, what do you need, dude? We, like, we don't make those relics anymore. <laughs> like we can, we, I can make these things happen for yeah. you. She, yeah. she doesn't need a new remastered version of it. She well, just needs to play the game. What she needs to do is not start off with one of the worst Final Fantasies. <laughs> well, that, that's true, but I just <laughs> start off with a good one. <laughs> she really wants to play it. They just be like, "Yo, here's the system. Sit down, play it. I'll see you in two hours." If you're listening uh, and you want to have a discussion about Final Fantasy, please on our on our Dorkside uh, Facebook, I will talk all day about it i contest that a 10 um and uh 10 4 and 6 are probably the best ones i don't like 7 that much it's the story's too convoluted for me but i still want to play it again convoluted. it was you know cloud's dead cloud's not dead he's an angel he's not an angel who knows i don't know but yeah so i'm, well, I'm hoping for a final fantasy 7 announcement this weekend but it probably won't happen next uh, on our news next on our news this to me, was big news. Um, there's a game called Cadence of Hyrule. And I don't really know if I should call it a game so much as a skin. I don't know how to explain it. But anyways, the guys that made the game Crypt of the Necrodancer have gotten the license somehow to make a Zelda game called Cadence of Hyrule. And basically what it is is it's Crypt of the Necrodancer, but with all the Zelda characters. So you play as Link, you can play as Zelda, you can play as all the famous... Well, I mean, those are pretty much it. I don't think there's very many more uh, other than if you can play as Ganon. I don't know. Tingle? Are you <laughs> Don't say me? Tingle. You do not need to bring Tingle into this. <laughs> what are you right? talking about? I don't have to bring him up. Well, we can we could also say um, Rich's favorite Zelda, the Wind Waker, is coming. <laughs> but no, it looks interesting. Um, the best way I could describe it is it, it plays like Zelda. So, you, you know, you move around and you do the attacks and stuff. But you only move one space at a time. So if you hit left, you move left. Yep. But you don't continue moving left. You just you hop to that spot and every other spot. And then if you input an action, you do that action. But it's it's kind of like a I don't even know how to explain it, like a skipping static kind of way. And it's, it it looks interesting. It's a rhythm game. It's a rhythm game, yeah. That's what so, they called it. So just just in case that wasn't clear. Um, this is a rhythm game. You do these movements and actions in response to the beat of the music. That's that's the point. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, a rhythm game got approved to use Zelda of all Zelda. things. I, like, most random. I mean, I, like they're like, hmm, what's famous? What what'll get people interested? Dude, I heard that that one Zelda game uses an ocarina. Damn, that thing's fancy as fuck. We should make a game so, that has rhythm based around that. Oh, dude, the, the dope. problem with that is it's not based on the Ocarina of Time. It's based on a Link to the Past. Uh, well, see, even <laughs> even skin, more though. so. It's just a skin. Yeah, it really is just a skin. It still looks fun. I've never played Crypt of the Necrodancer, and it might have gotten my attention now. So, 
So why do you think that when um, when Blizzard announces that, hey, the next the next uh, Diablo game is going to be a reskinned um, game that's popular in China, aren't you happy? And the entire internet is like, no. we will we will lunge at you and tear down your building. And uh, here, Nintendo's like, yeah, the next Zelda game is going to be a reskinned uh, other game that's kind of popular. And, and people are like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I'm going to check that out. And I like, think because we have so many Zeldas, people are happy with Zelda. Yeah. You can go play any other Zelda, but we want another Diablo, and that is not the one we were expecting. Yeah. So uh, there's there's some expectations that were not met there. Damn, I'm calling Plus, it uh, now, though. Nintendo. <laughs> Should have made a different game, a rhythm game. You you literally have uh, already rhythm games. I don't. Okay, think no, I just oh, hold on. We can we can fight about this now because Persona Five is on the the, the greats, the greats of RPGs. It's yeah. it's on the greats. Yeah. They made a rhythm game, and that game is fucking awesome. How they did it on the <laughs> off chance that they did. <laughs> Beyond me, and plus this is Atlas. These motherfuckers are crazy. Yeah, every game they've ever true. made is just like, hmm. You want to know what it feels like to be a brain surgeon with the degree of a second grader? Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm ex- I'm excited to see what happens. I mean, I might need to play Crypt of the Necrodancer first before this yeah. this other game skin comes out. I don't know. I, I also think that the other thing that. Um, is why people didn't go nuts about this and mm. angry is that Nintendo didn't say, Hey, you guys should all come to our conference. It's only, <laughs> it's only 1500 bucks. And there's a big announcement about your favorite game. You should show up. And then they all show up and they're like, Hey, we're so happy you, you showed up and here you go. It's mobile. It's not going to be on PC at all. Whereas Crypto the Necromancer <laughs> is on like every platform, yeah. every single platform. I guess it's going, is this only going to be on switch? I assume. I don't know. I see. I don't know if Crypt of the Necrodancer is a PC game. It's every game, every platform. So maybe it will be cross-platform. I I don't know. Yeah. Well, I didn't really see too much. There is a Mario game on iOS. Yeah. Mario Runner. Yeah. It's like a racing running game. So could be. Uh, it's a Sonic game that does the same thing. Who's an Apex Legend fan in here? Does Does anybody? I mean, yeah. uh, giving EA uh, money never again. Uh, never, never, never. I'm lying. Yeah, I'm lying. Probably. They'll come out with a Mass Effect game. They're like, yeah, we well, thought you were, we weren't going to do anymore. Here you go. Okay, yeah, money. Here's money. It's like Andromeda. Oh, God damn it. I still hear some money. Here's money. I, I guess I'll try and, and it. It's like, oh, damn it. Okay, do you guys ha- are you guys going to have some DLC or something? Like anything for me to give more money for Mass Effect. <laughs> um, anyways, Apex Legends announced their first battle pass, which, I mean, it does seem like it's an, an exact, like, I'm going to fight um Fortnite with their battle pass mm-hmm. because yep. they also have something called a battle pass. Um with this battle pass came a character called Octane. He's the new character. And because Apex Legends plays kind of like a Overwatch type game as well as a uh battle royale, this new character has new skills that other characters don't. And this one's like I I can Best explain it by you're playing Sonic on a battle royale. He he runs really, really fast. That's his thing is he runs and he runs and runs and runs. And his ultimate is to drop a uh, jump pad that launches him in the air. And then he continues running really, really fast. And so I'm worried about the, the skill it takes to not only play that character, but to play against that character 
when you have a guy that's running like 200 miles an hour at you and you don't know what the hell's happening and you're a noob like me who was trying to figure out how to shoot your damn gun when I started the game and that guy comes flying at you and kills you, it, I don't know. It might take the fun out of the game. So it's a six second speed boost, which is nice, but it doesn't seem um, doesn't seem as crazy as I thought. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. It, does, it definitely seems like it's going to be a high skill. Yeah. Right, high skill because you're not going to have a lot of time to take advantage there's, of that time. There's definitely going to be a few people on the, on the the day it drops that are just going to be walking into walls and, for a second because yeah. they don't know how to play it. Well, in this jump platform, be, you're going to see your own teammates go flying <laughs> off. Yeah. Yeah. That that'll be Seems me. Cool. I mean, it does seem cool. They've also released some um, some items for the lifeline, the wraith, the mirage. Uh, a new gun came out with it. Um, it seems pretty cool. You know, the, as much as I dislike EA and I, you know, you view these companies as monolithic companies that kind of crush the joy and, and excitement of video games out of things. There are real people of passion that are trying to make the best game they can, super excited to work for a big mega company like EA. And it looks cool. Honestly, yeah. it's starting to look cool. I, I have to admit that it looks better than um, the first few months of... What was uh, what was the the other competitor? Fortnite. No, no, no. Um, for because for... um, because uh, Apex Legends is I thought actually a competitor with um, oh PUBG. It's it's the direct competitor yeah. of Fortnite, PUBG, and um, Battlefield. What's what is it, Frankie? Battlefield Five's Battle Royale mode. I forgot what it's called. Battlefield something. I don't know. Yeah. So the first few months, it it looks real. I mean, they had a rocky start in that whole matrix of which. When do you get your game? No, you're thinking of Anthem now. Oh, I am. That's that's Anthem. That's Apex why I'm so Legends. Confused. I'm sorry, guys. Apex Legends was the one that came out and out of nowhere. It was it was announced, and the day it was announced, it was out. And they were that's like, here. So, play yep, it. Sorry, guys. Yep, I totally swapped it in my head. Assume everything I said <laughs> is not true. I mean, it's still it's still. I mean, it was. I wouldn't say it had uh, a rocky start because you were thinking of a different game, but yeah. it did have a surprise start. Yeah. It, yep. People didn't yep. know what it was. It just came out of nowhere and then it blew up. But uh, I mean, I'm excited to see where it goes. I think that type of game is good for me because the characters that have ultimate abilities and, and skills and stuff like that to offset how bad I am <laughs> could help. Like yeah. if I'm not good at healing or if I always take damage, but I'm good at shooting, and playing a healing character that might help me because I can heal myself back yeah. up. So the personality, the personality of these characters, I think that's what a lot of a lot of people fall in love with. Yeah. So yeah, looks there's cool. like a poison one. I forgot what his name was. He's pretty cool. He just he poisons. He's like radioactive. <laughs> um, next news. I have three words in our notes. It was Cuphead on Switch. Have, do you like Cup, uh, Cuphead? I I haven't I haven't beat the game, but I've okay. played it a little bit, and <laughs> everybody knows. Out of all my friends that I'm one of the worst rage gamers here, and it's it's hilarious to watch me play because I fucking hate them, but I love Cuphead. Mm-hmm. I love the art style. I love the difficulty of the game. I love everything. And the fact that it's coming to Switch is mind-blowing because, again, this is another Xbox thing where they're like, hey, we're going to make out with uh, Nintendo over here, and Sony's not going to do anything about it. Yep. I really think um, this is one of the two steps Xbox needs to take this console war into the next generation and win. This is step number one. The step number two is what, what console or what's the next upgrade that they're going to do. And they have to do it before Sony does. 
Hmm. So if Sony comes out with PS5, they're going to put Xbox under the ground. I can already see it. But if Xbox gets the, the their first and they're saying, like, we have a discless console, we have another yeah. console coming out that can do this and this and this, before PlayStation does, Xbox might win this one now. Especially with them partnering with Nintendo. Yeah, I don't even... I mean, I, I feel like Microsoft is trying to say that the the console wars won't happen if everybody takes their ball and go home. <laughs> you never... like, you know what? We're about selling games. We're about selling platforms. If you... If you want to buy our game console, that's fine. Otherwise, play it on it's on Switch. Yeah, it's it's cool. Uh, Frankie. Well, I know Rich is there too, but I want to see his face. Mm-hmm. You like you like Stranger Things? Yeah. You you like season three? Yeah. Did you see the trailer for it? No, I did not. Holy shit! Yeah, one job. No, I'm not saying Actually, holy shit. Like three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying holy shit because you like you didn't do your homework. I'm saying holy shit. The trailer was freaking crazy so yes the trailer for stranger things came out today or yesterday today i remember why i think it was today yeah because i woke up this morning went what the hell um it looks amazing it's coming out july 4th so it has a lot to do we've talked about this stuff on previous episodes but the big thing was uh the two things i noticed they showed this quote-unquote season's monster i don't know what it is it's like a four-legged screaming beast thing I can't figure out because these are all supposed to be related to D&D characters and I pride myself on some D&D knowledge and I don't know what it is. Um, and it looks like the group is split up in this one. Yeah, there's like they've kind of gone on. They're not going to stay at home playing video games or playing D&D anymore. Yeah, it looks um, like Eleven was hanging out with, well, I think her name was Max. The the other girl, that one that um, all the boys had a crush on. Mm-hmm. It looked like those two were hanging out together by themselves. It looks like Will was doing his own thing, but Will always does because he's the unfortunate one. And then it looks like Dustin and... Oh, I always forget his other name. He's the only one I can't remember. Oh, I, I'm not good with names. Um, oh, I'm not. But it looks like they were doing their own thing. And I think his name was John, which was the older sister's boyfriend. <laughs> he's doing some stuff and he's hanging... I don't know. It looked like everybody was doing their own thing in this one. And it looked like uh, the sheriff and Will's mom um, were together, but not. I, I, it looked like it just looks awesome. There was a lot of lightning. There was uh, the whole trailer started off with Eleven using her powers just to joke around, which to me was cool because it's like, you know, this it looks like this power is hurting you, but you're doing it just to joke around. I mean, because she, you know, her nose is bleeding. I, I don't know. So you didn't see it. The, the The trailer starts with Dustin in his room. They, you know, um, all his robot toys come to life and start moving by themselves. And of course, Dustin is one of those ones that freaks out when that happens. And you find out it was Eleven controlling all the robots, um, convinced him to walk outside of his room. And then they, uh, they snuck up behind him and said, welcome back, Dustin. And it scared the shit out of him. So it was super funny. But it was crazy that Eleven was just using her powers so carelessly. She was just doing it. Like just to even play a joke. I don't know. It looks it looks mm-hmm. super cool. I can't wait. Um, Stranger Things has always been one of the one of the better things on Netflix, up there with Altered Carbon and Umbrella Academy. Like these are this is one of those top ones that Netflix needs to never let die. So one of the uh, so to me the monster looks like um, it looks like the the Toad Demons, and uh, one of the big thing about the Toad Demons are that they um, can implant seeds in people and those seeds grow 
into uh, and they either make the person explode or they'll explode into eggs and stuff like that. Um, I think I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't, I can't recall off seeing some Grover scale, maybe uh Hirozu. Like I'm seeing, those are the names of some of these things. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, yeah. Hezru. Yep. Yep. Hezru is, that's what I think it kind of looks like. Honestly, uh, Hezru are bipedal and the way it is on its, on its limbs, it kind of makes me think of like an Atyag, like the sewer monster. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's like the mouth looks so similar yeah. to an Atyag. Atyags don't have eyes. Um, they have like weird tentacle stalks and stuff like they, I don't know. They just, that's what it kind of looks like. But I really think a Hezru looks very similar. And of course, none of the other monsters matched 100%, but they were inspired by D&D monsters. So I don't know. I'm excited to see where it goes. I think we all are. It's just so good. Yeah. And I'm so happy it's in 4th of July because they needed to switch something up. I, I kind of get tired of these like, oh, every Halloween something wacky happens. Like, you know what? Change it up. Uh, have people getting murdered while the fireworks are going <laughs> off and you you don't know what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I'm just excited because that just means it's a whole half a year earlier for us too. So it's we true. Just, we just get it technically half a year earlier, but not because it didn't come out last year. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So technically also half a year late. Um, up next, we wanted to talk about some movie pass stuff. Yeah. Movie pass. Movie pass is, if you guys don't know what movie pass was, um, it was a company that you could pay for and you could go see as many movies as you want in the theater. Um, no 3d movies though. It had to be regular dimension. <laughs> no, uh, no IMAX or anything like that, but you can go see one every day. So yeah, not as many as you want, but one every day. Um, and the, the past was 10 bucks. Uh, that's the old plan. That was the old plan. Yeah. And then they, they, messed up because they over they didn't price it right and a lot of people were saying that like this doesn't seem like it's priced right you're (laughs) you're you're not gonna make money out of this and And, they didn't and this was a netflix guy this was a guy who said this is how we beat um blockbuster yeah and so he says i know better than you accountants (laughs) apparently he didn't um movie pass got into some big trouble because the movie stopped supporting him for a while uh they came back and they said, okay, we're going to charge you double now. And you can see three movies a month on this new plan. Yep. And that didn't work. A lot of people disliked it. So they went back and said, okay, we're going to go back to the 995 plan. You can watch one movie every day. The uh, the clincher is... That's the, not the plan right now, though. It is the plan. It is the plan right now. The, ni- the, 999, the 995 plan is out. Oh. But the... the, the, uh, the What's the word I'm looking for? The thing that's my words are not working. Restrictions? Yeah, the only guy, that's 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 close enough. The restriction is the nine ninety five a month plan. You have to pay completely in advance for the entire year. Hmm. So you will get it for nine ninety five a month, but you have to pay one hundred and twenty dollars right now for the whole year. Okay. Or you can choose not to do that and pay fifteen dollars a month. And we wanted to talk about some other competitors. If you guys didn't want to do that. However, it seems like none of these companies are doing it right. So be forewarned that some of these companies, it just might not be a good choice. Doesn't It just sounds silly in general. Yeah. I mean, 
it sounded like a, a dream and it was at one point because you're paying $10 for a movie every day. It was nuts. So, um, I think like when I look at like AMC Stubbs, a list, yes, that makes sense to me. Yes. Um, three tickets per week. It's $20 per month and you get to go to, um, you get to go to the, uh, 3d and IMAX things. The, the reason that I don't necessarily hate that one, but yep. why it's, uh, it's harder was movie passes thing was no, no theater was off limits. That's the problem with it. That's what's bad. about yes. it. That's what like AMC though. That's the thing. What if you only have one AMC theater within 50 miles? Of oh, a hundred percent. You have to say, Hey, um, I go to this movie theater yep. and I mean, that's what I do. Like I, 90% of the time I go to the luxury movie theater. Either there's two of them in town. I go to either one, 90%. Occasionally I will go to a different, not as good movie theater. It's not as good. I'm not even going to say their name because I feel sad because they love movies. But most of the other movie theaters in town are cheaper. They're for people that don't want as much quality and they're yeah. okay with that. That's fine. But I think that if you have an AMC and that's the movie theater you go to a lot, that, this plan makes sense. This, not only does it make sense, but it seems like it is a plan that will continue. Exactly, because they won't fight you on yeah. it. Right? Because a lot of these movie theaters, when they find out that you're trying to use MoviePass or something, they actively are trying to stop you. They're yep. like, no, we don't support that. We don't want it. And so then uh, MoviePass was buying like fake cards. So that it looked like the cards are being purchased through like a, just a generic visa card or something. And I, I personally do not feel comfortable stealing or doing things that like secret ninja stuff. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not Frankie. I can't do this stuff. <laughs> I want to be honest and open. And I want to say, Hey, I'm an AMC Stubbs A list member. And again, I go to like galaxy luxury. So I'm not an AMC fan, <laughs> Um, I was going to say Frankie's over in the corner right now printing his own movie pass cards <laughs> <laughs> and whatever like if you want to be super sneaky and everything and feel good about like this thing but they're going to try to stop you yeah. and here they're going to be like they want you to have a good experience they want you to have it because they know that you're not going to go to three tickets every week you're not but I go to a movie a month yeah. And it cost me $20 a, a and you person. Know, you know what's funny about that? What's that? You know why you go to a movie a month? Because Disney. M- because Marvel releases a movie a month. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other one that we saw that was, it's up there. It yeah. seems good, but it also doesn't. Um, it's called Cinemia. Um, I did some research into this myself because I was going to think about getting it. Um, they have a new nine ninety nine plan, so the cost is three ninety nine per month for one ticket, seven ninety nine per month for two, nine ninety nine for three, um, nine ninety nine per month for two tickets plus an IMAX and three D, thirteen ninety nine for three tickets plus IMAX three D. And what this website left off was yep. seventy dollars a month for unlimited anything. And what I really like about that is they do support all the stuff I like, which is 3d DFX, IMAX, all that, you know, all the good, the good stuff guys, come on. You don't go to movies that often in it's not always 3d, but enjoy, enjoy the movie, get the best movie you can get. So there's your options. I mean, there's a couple more out there. There's some, of course, there are going to be some spawning up probably after this podcast is done. Um, you never know. 
But those are the three that we saw. Just be wary of them. I mean, AMC is the most expensive, but it's also the most uh, plot. Like it's it's not fragile. Yeah, it'll 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 last as long as people you know buy the AMC Movie Pass. If nobody's buying it, they're probably just going to turn it off, shut it off. Um. Next up, oh, I thought this was really cool. So we don't normally do tech stuff on this one. I wanted to, but there just wasn't enough tech news that I could keep up with. Yeah. This one was new, though. Scientists said that they might have figured out who Jack the Ripper was. And they said this before in a documentary, and it was somebody different. But they now have a DNA test that they've... If I read the article right, they pulled the DNA off of a shawl of one of the victims. Okay. And uh, they did a DNA test of one of the children of who they expected the, the, the suspect to be, and the DNA was close enough match for them to say that it was, it was him. Um, the only problem with that was... Other people are saying we don't know for sure that that shawl came from the victim. Okay. So there, there's where there's some contention right there. But this is the closest lead that they've had so far. And I just thought it was cool. And I think um, if I remember, it was some really... <laughs> I don't want to be uh, stereotypical or anything, but it was definitely a white guy name. He might not have been, but... Uh... Who else is it going to be in that time period? <laughs> yeah, you never know. It was a Japanese guy. He like showed up, moved to town... And just butchered a bunch of people. That doesn't even make any sense. Like, it's going to be a, a British guy, right? It should be a British guy. Well, here's the thing. The name doesn't sound British. So they're, they're saying that the suspect, they think it is, is Aaron Kaminsky. Damn, Kos, Kosminsky. I can't, I can't say it right. That's, that's why you need a wall. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. Please don't, don't make me into a meme it's, or anything. It was just a bad joke. It was a bad joke. Speaking of bad jokes, James Gunn is back. <laughs> <laughs> 10 years later, I'm fired for yeah, something. I, right. Because <laughs> you said, Richard, you said you needed a wall. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, that's the good news. Uh, yeah, uh, leaving the Jack the Ripper behind. Um, Jack, James Gunn is back. I love James Gunn. He's made a bunch of good movies that I've liked. I've seen one of them. <laughs> so he's made a movie I like. But yeah. um, I do like his... Uh, well, no, sorry, two. Because Guardians of the Galaxy 1 <laughs> and 2. Um, but there was some whole big fiasco with what he was going through. And I don't know. It's There's even a fiasco now saying that he was never actually fired. It was kind of a... Uh, just, we're going to say you're fired, but you're not really fired. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. So nobody knows. But regardless, James Gunn is back and he's directing... Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three, but not until he does Suicide Squad two. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I I do want to see if he can help resurrect Suicide Squad, which apparently is going to be a complete reboot. Yeah, I was going to say instead of resurrect, you mean reboot, right? <laughs> yeah, the reboot, the reboot, um, which may not be too bad. Well, so it's interesting because. I made this joke earlier today. Will Smith already did one weird, crazy thing by being the genie. I, yeah. I think he was like, all right, I've done enough weird shit this year. I'm going to not be dead shot and go into this movie. So Idris Elba's taking over for it. So Idris Elba's going to be the new dead shot. And I think that's cool because I just fucking love Idris Elba. I also love Will Smith. So either one of them would have worked for me. But I really hope, and I think James can do it, that the movie is not just about two characters. Well, I mean, we don't know who Harley's gonna be yet. So yeah, we don't. She seems most like most likely out, is what they're saying. It's either it's either she's just not gonna be there, or it's gonna be Margot Robbie, which you know would be kind of no, no, good. No, 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 no. They're they're saying a, a different actress. They're gonna say different actresses for every or actors, different crew completely. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. 
Well, damn. Maybe they'll do a killer croc right this time. Exactly. <laughs> Nine feet tall, looming, terrifying. And not a, uh, oh my God, we have to go through a sewer to get in the building. This is a job for me. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the circus free version device. of Killer Croc. Yeah. I like the scary monster Killer Croc. He's because Killer Croc's crazy looking. It's just they didn't do him justice in that movie. No. And they literally gave him one purpose the dude with scales <laughs> in contacts. He's um, a cosplayer. <laughs> So, Frankie, I want to make sure before I go on, because I didn't even ask you, I'm a bad host. Did, did you watch Alita Battle Angel? I did not. Even uh, though, like, Rich sold it. Ready. He <laughs> sold it, but he said, why you shouldn't watch it. You sold me, Rich. I didn't go see it because you told me not to go watch <laughs> what it. What about fair. That's fair. How to Train Your Dragon Hidden World? Not yet, but I am planning on it because uh, I actually am doing a production part for it for our Patreon. Yeah. Sweet. Some um, sexy uh some sexy dragon photos. Yeah. I'm gonna try and do as much of a spoiler free review as I can, then that way I don't ruin the movie for you. Oh, uh, you can just go <laughs> Oh my gosh. Full blast. Um full blasted. I don't know. Alita care. Battle Angel. What do I think about that movie? Yeah. I saw both of them this weekend, that's why I'm bringing it up. Yeah, just full blast. Uh, Alita Battle Angel, uh, Alita Battle Angel was fucking amazing. I loved it. I wouldn't so I have say two people now. I have one person that says go see it and the other person says don't go see oh, it hold on i wouldn't say that it was better than captain marvel which a lot of people are saying i liked captain marvel more. What? yeah who said that um a lot of people did the issue i had with alita battle angel and i think rich and i talked about this was i feel like the love story that was there which was unfortunate for me i don't i love love stories romance things are my thing i, I watch romance comedies i watch romance anime like that's my thing i didn't feel it in this one and i didn't think it was necessary and I feel like without the love story there, it still would have been a good movie and it would have been a little different. They kind of made her the most badass girl ever, but also she's fragile because she cares for somebody. And I would have just preferred just let her be this badass. She's not fragile. Yeah. That sounds like the most boring two-dimensional <laughs> character ever. But it's awesome. We haven't had one of those in a while. They always have some kind of love story with it. Um, but then the other problem was, okay, you've given me the love story. All right, I'll take it. But why did you, quote unquote, kill the love off? Because it's an anime. Just to bring him back. Just to kill him off again. Because it's an anime. <laughs> Other than that, um, what's it called? Motorball? Yeah. The sport? Motorball yeah. looks fucking amazing. Super cool. Um, I want a video game based off of it. I like the amnesia type of uh, movies and stuff like that. Sure, where yeah. a person has a skill they didn't know they had, especially when it's fighting. And they're just like, oh, I can punch things now. This is nuts. And, I know Kung Fu. Yeah. And then um, had you mentioned Christoph Waltz was one of the leads in this character, I would have saw it weeks ago. Christoph <laughs> Waltz is one of my favorite actors of all time. Okay. And I did not realize that he was uh, Dr. Ito, the good doctor, not the bad, crazy one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I love that guy. He's very well-spoken, well-versed. Um, he was in my favorite movie of all time, which is Django. He was um, the dentist in Django. Also, not a dentist, the assassin. Uh, <laughs> but no, it was it was a really freaking good movie. And the only unfortunate part, again, was with the love story and with a few other things, it was, I wouldn't say formulaic, but it was predictable. Um, when, I, when I bring that up, like when she goes into the uh, spaceship, the Erm, 
the sure. Urm spaceship. Yeah. And she finds a body. I'm like, well, she has to get in that body somehow. How are they going to do it? That's true. Oh, they broke her body. Okay, let's put her in the new body. But other than that, um, the eye thing that I said I had a problem with, I didn't have a problem with it at all. No, yeah. It, that's what I was trying was, to tell everyone. It was it's gone. It was like, yeah, it looks weird like on a TV if you're just seeing it but like for shock value. But yep. you just get so used to it. You're like... And I still can't tell if that was a real actress or if that was CGI. Like, I know it was obviously there was some form of CGI in it. There had to be because yeah. half of her body was gone. But was the actress's face hers or was that CGI? Saying, like, can you have a crush on her? <laughs> can I say she's hot and not get in trouble? Uh, no. Uh, no. What do you mean? Of course you can. No, I'm just, I didn't know if that was completely 100% a made up person. This is what she looks like. Okay. So yeah, it's that's her. She looks a little bit older right there. Well, it's she's not smoothed out as plastic <laughs> CG fake body, right? That's true. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, obviously she, her eyes aren't super big, but she's obviously yeah. Um. She's a real person. She's a real person. And when I say uh, like 100% made up, I'm saying something like Final Fantasy Spirits Within. Yeah. All sure. those characters were 100% not real people. Nope. Crush on her. Feel free. But it was awesome. The movie was great. Um. Just. I don't, I don't know. It was just great. Yeah. Um, How to Train Your Dragon 3. Also great. Um, I don't have that problem with any of the How to Train Your Dragon movies. Those are all freaking hilarious movies. All great. And then we all got to see the one thing uh, at the very end of the movie, which the trailer alluded to. Not a big spoiler. You see older Hiccup. And older Hiccup looks like Jake Gyllenhaal, actually. He looks like a, I didn't see it, so. it was, he looks crazy looking. He like, wow, that little boy that you've watched in three movies grew up, you know, and it's, it's just crazy. He looks awesome. Hmm. Uh, the movie was amazing. There was kind of a love story there, but it wasn't, well, I mean, yeah, okay. I lied. There was definitely a big love story there. I forgot, you know, the two dragons are in love, but that's in the trailer. Um, the whole, it's just the whole movie was good. Um, the, the ending definitely makes it seem like they're done. And I believe I read that they're also done. They're they're not making any more dragon movies. They might okay. they might do some spin-offs or something sure, like that. Sure, yeah. But these are the, that that's the last one in this series, so and they're not making any more. Done with how to train your dragon. Yes. The the Viking world with dragons might obviously have different. Might still stories. There's sure. still a Riders of Burke show, which is okay. a, a spin-off TV series like yeah. on Netflix or something. But these these characters uh or this whole setting is good, it's done. Sure. And it left me satisfied at the very end because the ending was that. great. I I love franchises and I love ends to franchises. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> X-Men, are you listening? Okay, so Alita Battle Angel and Dragons, go see them both. Captain Marvel, also go see it. I know we didn't talk about it, but it's still a good movie. Um, next up, Sparklight is coming out. Sparklight is a Legend of Zelda type. I know we've talked about it once already, but Legend of Zelda like rogue light game. And as soon as I heard the words rogue light, I was in. I need to play every and all rogue light game because I'm a rage gamer and I'm stupid. Um, but yeah, Sparklight is coming out. Look up the trailers for that. Looks great. Um, and the next one was so well done that I thought it was real, but it's not. And it's unfortunate that it's not. But the day was today that Disney and Fox completed their merger. They were finally official. And also was the day that Deadpool had inserted himself into every scene into the Endgame trailer. This is the second or third time that this YouTuber has 
Yes, this. and it, it was yeah. a YouTuber that done it, but he did it so brilliantly. It was so funny to watch this trailer because he really didn't, you know, he didn't have any speaking now, lines. He's just kind of sitting there. When you watched it, just, did you listen to it with good quality headphones? I didn't listen to it at all. And that's why you thought it was real. That's probably why I thought it was real. Because it, he did a good job, but his Ryan Reynolds impression is not good. <laughs> and so the first thing I did was like, is there something wrong with Ryan Reynolds? Like, <laughs> let me Google this. Did he do Pikachu too long? What's wrong with his voice? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but no, the, the fan-made trailer or whatever it Sorry, was. Sorry, guy. Whoever you are. No, it was something good. Something raccoon. It was good. Yeah. Um, it was great. So if you see the trailer, uh, watch it. It's worth it. It's worth it. Watch at least. Um, the Red Lantern is a game coming out. I know nothing about the game. I only bring it up because I follow the Tiny Tina Facebook page. Back to Borderlands 3 again. Um, and the Tiny Tina Facebook page today said that there was a really, her voice was really pretty and that was very familiar and stuff. And so I asked the tiny Tina Facebook page if that was the voice inside her head that she refers to as Ashley. And she kind of alluded to, yes, it was. Um, I've asked her this question before. Whoever's running that Facebook page is brilliant. I love it. But I've asked this question before and she refers to Ashley Birch, who is her voice actress as the voice in her head. Mm -hmm. And so I believe the Red Lantern is uh, the main character is being voiced by Ashley Birch. Big fan of Ashley Birch. If we could get her for an interview, I would crap myself. <laughs> I love her. She's done Tiny Tina. She's done Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn, which is a fucking perfect game for uh, PS4. Um, she's done Red Lantern now. She's done a few other uh, movie and TV spot stuff. I'm excited. So, I mean, just to, it's it's we're in the day now where a voice actress can get me excited for a game before I even know what the game's about. So the game uh, follows a protagonist whose plan is to get a van and get a sled, travel to Alaska, and then win the Iditarod, which I guess is like... The Iditarod is the dog race, yeah. The dog race thing, yeah. 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 So um, things didn't go to plan. A grizzly bear attacks one of the dogs, and then one of them is viciously bitten before uh, slammed to the ground. Um, so then you're trying to survive. So it's a survival game. Interesting. Yeah. I probably yeah. should have done more research before I came into the podcast because um, I'm bad at this. You got to survive uh, frostbite and harsh elements. And it's it's a, it's a this woman survivor yeah. in a, in a pretty is, rough environment. Which is crazy because just trying to not... I mean, it's a loose connection. I'm not trying to force it. But all the characters that Ashley Birch has voiced have all been like that. Mm-hmm. Aloy was a survivor um, herself. When you go through the whole game of Horizon Zero Dawn and you find out the entire story, she was a survivor. Um, Tiny Tina, she's a 13-year-old girl who has a, a proclivity for explosions. Um, she's the last surviving member of her family. She's the only one who survived. Her parents were killed by bugs and murderers <laughs> and crazy people. And now you have this. Like, it's crazy Like to be typecast as a survival girl okay. or a survival woman. Yeah, I say girl because she was Tiny Tina too. <laughs> but I'm excited. It sounds. It actually sounds crazy now. I want to. I want to play it. I, 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 I did a rod survival game. Is it? Does it say anything about horror? Or is it just a survival game? Because uh, usually it's survival is synonymous. It's not with survival. Horror. Uh, it's not survival horror, but it's survival drama, which is different. Yeah, it's different. It's supposed. It, I mean, it's supposed to be intense. Yeah. Um, in a surprising turn of events, a game that we haven't heard from in years is getting a sequel. Oddworld. Do you remember Oddworld, Frankie? 
it had been a while since, but refresh my memory on what, what I'm envisioning. So Oddworld is not one of those games you really have to uh, explain more than just you see it and you go, oh. Yeah, you know what it looks like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see? Right? But that's odd. That's getting a sequel. It's called Oddworld. Uh, I just had it. Uh, Soulstorm, and we haven't heard from this company or not the company, but the game in years. And it just I like Oddworld. I've played. Uh, I haven't beaten all of them, but I've played all of the Oddworlds, mm-hmm. and they've been fun. They're like platformer games. Pretty cool. I'm excited. Now they've uh, they've been releasing, I guess Oddworld stuff for a while. Um, 2011, sure, okay, that's that was a long time. But then there's Munch's Odyssey, New and Tasty. Um, See, I think those ones were just remakes, though. Of, again, yeah. so this is like the first actual sequel. Actual s- sequel, yeah. Um, and then, so we were talking about cheating earlier. Now, it's not necessarily cheating, but it also could be considered it. If this is going to go into some relationship stuff. We're going to try <laughs> to give you some advice no, to work through this. Not that kind of cheating. Oh. Okay. Uh, Frankie, have you played Rainbow? This is in basketball. Played right? or seen Rainbow Six Siege? Uh, yeah. Would you Would you say it's a fun game? It can be. I think it's fun. I haven't played it as much as I want to, but I think it's fun. Okay, yeah. It's kind of like a Overwatch thing, but more realistic, less ultimates, more spec ops type thing. Sure, yeah. Um, friendly fire is in this game. So if you shoot your friend, they die. And a People have been doing that in this game a lot, and it's been pissing people off. So they've asked the company to fix this somehow, ban them, uh, yeah. let us report them or whatever. So they've come up with probably the greatest system I've ever heard of. Um, if they if the game catches you intentionally doing friendly fire, your bullets will no longer hurt uh, friendlies or enemies. They will only hurt yourself. So <laughs> that means the more friendly fire you do, uh, the more that the game will just penalize you by making you shoot yourself. Stop hurting yourself. <laughs> Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. I just thought this was the funniest um, workaround to cheating. I would just love it if every time you push the button, your character literally like takes the gun <laughs> so you can see it. So, you, so you're not surprised yeah. and you understand like... This is what you get for doing that. Yeah. Um, there's been a few other games. That might like, be bad. I don't yeah. know. Banjo-Kazooie did it. Um, if you cheated in that game... Yeah. Um, it gave you a warning, like, if you continue doing this cheating, I will delete your game file. And you go, okay. And then you cheat again, and the game deletes your save file. Wow. And you can't save over that one anymore. Yeah. So I thought there's been there's been some really good ones. There's been another one where a couple a couple shooter games um, in, the, in the vein of, like, uh, Skyrim, where you were, you know, like, The Witcher, you're walking around and you're shooting things, uh, or, like, Fallout. Mm-hmm. Um they, if they found you cheating, they would make an enemy spawn in that doesn't really kill you, okay, but can't be killed. So okay. it would just be there to annoy mm-hmm. you and stop you from doing any progress. Because usually in those games, you have to mm, defeat all the monsters, move mm-hmm. on, but you couldn't kill it. So it's just funny ways that people have gotten around cheating. But this one was the funniest to me. You just literally shoot yourself. So that's the so, news. Cool. Um. I think we're going to move on to our madness. madness. Yes. So we tried to break these down in a few categories. Yep. Um, I think Rich is more well in tune with everything Lovecraft. So why don't you give us a, what's, what's the Lovecraft standard? What's the, uh, okay. So I, I, I had to think about this and there's a few different traits, which make when, when combined, 
either make something Lovecraft influenced or an outright Lovecraftian story. And H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, he's a he's a writer from like 1820 to 1830, and uh, he, he unfortunately didn't live very long. Yeah, um, he had a rough um, psyche. He wasn't. I, mean, was, I don't know. He probably had some mental problems. And uh, what did you say? So he was insane from his, his own. My, <laughs> I don't know. So he had a few tropes that these things make something Lovecraftian. First of all. Because he was an admirer of like Poe and those kind of writers, he has this kind of um, New England Gothic. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be old castles, crypts, family curses, um, those kind of things. Mansions and hotels I've seen a lot but of. But it's too. always going to be in decline. Yes. So it's always going to be at the end. They've, they're have they past their glory point. And so there's this kind of like... Um, like these people used to, maybe they're at the end of the nobility line. Then there's the last m- member of a family, something like that. They used to be um, highborn, and they still act like they're highborn, but they're at the end. This is the end of the of that age, and then cosmic horror. So um, this this world is false, and things just out of sight are waiting to prey on us. Uh, maybe outright destroy our world. Um, maybe if your friend walks out of vision, they might not come back. That's this kind of cosmic horror, cosmic dread. This is a concept that's pre- prevalent throughout all of Lovecraftian stories. And um, this idea that we only see a small sliver of reality. And if we see any more of reality, we will um, we will go insane. Our minds can't handle it. Um, the the inversion of pulp fiction. So rather than a ham-fisted tough detective or a ham-fisted ex-soldier, instead it's these characters like an Indiana Jones, but instead of them being kind of this guy who handles everything with a whip and a gun. They um, they use research and lore. They're they're gentlemen. They're professors. I mean, obviously, Indiana was supposed to be a professor, but he sure doesn't act like it, <laughs> right? He's he seems like more of a bruiser. In Lovecraftian stories, the artists and the poets and the writers are the uh, the protagonists, and these people um, they unlock something, reveal something that leads to something opening their perspective on the world that ultimately lets them see something they shouldn't. Yeah. And then finally, instead of, instead of being eviscerated, they're driven insane. Most characters, while there are a few people who are eaten or butchered, most people should go insane at the mere sight or even more, just knowing, would even you, just knowing something exists is enough to drive these people crazy. Would you say you would go insane if you were forced to become an acolyte? Because that's a, that's a form of insanity. But I've seen that a lot too, where you're forced, you're just you're you're going to be used to summon these these things. Yeah, I think um, I think it's all if you if you're shown the truth, because the truth is that there's more colors than that, than we can see. And if you were to see those colors, 
that you could jump into another reality or other things could come into our yep. reality. And once you understand that truth, you can't trust that you're alone. You can't trust that a prism won't unlock something and boom, like a thing will come out and just yeah. snatch off your face. So that's... This is my, my way of trying to dumb it down for people yeah. who, who don't get it is imagine Doctor Who. Now, Doctor Who is not really a Lovecraftian thing. They might have sure. some elements tied to it. Yeah. But Doctor Who... You get in the big uh, big blue box and you go into a time or into a space and you have a bunch of fun and you've done the stuff. You can't come back from that and be like, you're just going to leave me here on earth now and not, you have, like, oh, you've seen the truth. You know, there's things out there. It's very important. You, you are changed. Yep. And I think about this all the time. What if you saw something that was real magic? That you saw it, you saw somebody... They, they run through a crowd, something, and they suddenly flew up just like a, a super leap, jump, yeah. magic, something. They leaped up 50 feet and just kept running off. And you're like, wait, what happened? What happened? And I understand how people can have religious experiences where they change their whole lives yeah. because they saw something. They believe they saw something. How can you, how can you go on normally? And that's, that's insane. You yep. are insane at that point because you're no longer with the rest of us. Yep. So yeah, that's So that's that's the general basis to most Lovecraft things. Uh he does have a few gods. Old gods, yeah. very old gods. Um one of them being a, a mouthful of a word that a lot of people cannot say, but we have come to I think we've come to an agreement because there's been some contention on even how to say this name. Yeah, sure. I don't understand why, because it's just Cthulhu. That's just what it's been. I've heard Cthulhu and I've heard some, just some other words. It's, Cth sure. it's Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> well, if somebody else pronounces it differently, I'm not really going to argue with them. They're wrong, but I'm not going to really <laughs> argue with them. Uh, yeah, Cthulhu. Cthulhu is the main one, right? The, the, you know, the funny thing is Cthulhu was in like a, a very, very short, like three, four, three or four page story. Yep. And then he's just referenced by name elsewhere. He's the leader of aliens who land in like atlantis and then the and then the city gets sunk underneath the seas and he's sleeping there right now and when he has i don't know he's disturbed nightmare or something his astral projection comes up and can like destroy things kind of like a godzilla monster yeah except bat wings in a face of like a squid um, I, I would like to point out that the the bat wings are very important because a lot of people will, you know talk about the wings when they're talking yeah. about Cthulhu, but they are not big enough to sustain like flight of any kind. <laughs> they're just tiny little wings that are tiny just there. Wings. Um, yeah, that's that's he, one. He's of not the, the leader. He's the he's the leader of his um, his sect, his settlement. Yeah, his you know his his race. I guess. Yeah. Um, I do know, and I, I wanted to say the other one just because it's so fun to say. Nairlatatep. Uh, um I don't even know how to pronounce it, or not pronounce. It. I don't even know how to say it. Okay, pronounce Just, and say the same thing. I don't know how to spell it. See, I'm already going insane because I can't figure out the words I'm trying to say. Yeah, N Y A R A L A T H O T E P. It's yeah, supposed you, to be like an Egyptian kind of name. Did you guys get that? Um, I didn't know anything about um, Lovecraft at all when I when I first started hanging out with Rich, and then I, I learned, and I fucking love Lovecraft now. It's it's always been interesting. There's always a detective. There's always the, there's scientists. There's always old gods that make you go crazy. 
there's no good ending to any of this stuff. Yeah, there's, there's no, never there's a good ending. No good ending. <laughs> and even the good ending was still kind of bad. Like of the best endings you can get, it's still awful. Yeah. Um, but we wanted to bring up some movies, video games, anime, board games, and stuff that reference or are solely based on. Yeah, because a lot of people are surprised when they find out that something was inspired by Lovecraft. Yeah. So, yeah. so let's start with some movies. Yeah. Um, the one I want to bring up that sure. is probably going to be in every single one of these categories, <clears throat> other than anime, because Frankie, I don't think we found an anime for it. But Nothing that was directly um connected just all kind of all like, influenced maybe yeah. could have been inspired um, could have yeah. been this call of cthulhu is a a name of just about everything in every one of our genres yeah so i was gonna start there the call of cthulhu movie is a movie that's about cthulhu it, it is <laughs> that's all i got i mean the it's a, i don't know i mean you um you know you find remnants which makes you like they always find a little statue. There's always like a little tiny statue yeah. and they're like, what is this? This is like, it's so weird and different. And it leads them to go explore this Island and the Island is like appeared out of nowhere. And it, it turns out to be that everything's too big. Like whoever lives in this Island, like it's too big. And uh, yeah, I mean, this is a classic. This is how, for whatever reason, this is what makes people, um, want to like Cthulhu or want to like spread Cthulhu. I think yeah. this is the direct connection to Lovecraft. Yeah. When, when you ask anything, name one reference to Lovecraft. It's Cthulhu is usually the first thing that comes out. Yeah. And that's just because there's been so much more Cthulhu stuff produced than Nyarlathotep or any other. other oh, yeah, oh I gods. mean, there's far more other things yeah. like the mist uh, and things that you're like, oh, okay, so this is, this is just, very, very much inspired by Lovecraft's writings, but Cthulhu has a name. Yagsothoth, Nalathotep, they both have names too, yeah. but they haven't made a bunch of movies about them. Cthulhu has a bunch of movies named after him. Yeah. There's probably like no more than 10 movies, and there's like <laughs> 800 other movies, but it has a name, yeah. and names have power. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So what were some of your favorite movies that you wanted? So what I really wanted to, to talk about, for example, like... I think if you're looking for something good, I, I wanted to like kind of point, point out some of the things I think will be amazing. If you watch it, it will change your life. You'll be a different person afterwards. You've gone insane. Watch Spring. So Spring is a Lovecraftian horror romance, <laughs> <laughs> which has everything that you could think would go into a movie like that. <laughs> uh, man loses his job. He goes to Italy. He um, meets a, a pretty girl and things don't quite go normal. Like the girl's not normal. Things aren't normal. Things are get, get weird. I don't want to really ruin everything, but it's, it's filmed in 2014. So it's relatively modern. Um, it's definitely like a small kind of indie ish movie, but it is cool. Things go really weird. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, one of the things we didn't look up while well, I'm, I'm going to look okay, up while we yeah. continue is, is there a streaming service that's playing this by chance? Oh, you know what? That's a good point. We, if, if so, we should have a link and they should sponsor us because we're going to send all the viewers to see spring. <laughs> um, it got a, uh, oh, wow. It got better, uh, reviews than I would imagine. 6.7 on IDM, IMDb. Hey guys, is, eh. I'm, I'm giving you quality stuff here <laughs> because I could give you all kinds of crappy stuff 
uh, Lovecraftian that is like 2.3 or something. Like it's just a horrible B movie. No, Spring is very interesting. You should watch it. So I don't know if it's on Netflix, but I do see that YouTube, Amazon Prime Video, Google Play, Vudu, all of them have it for $3. So if you want to spend $3, watch it. Watch it. Um, uh, The other movie that I wanted to point out is Banshee. So uh, we actually, we should have talked about this uh, two episodes ago, but Banshee, uh, it's a 2013 movie, guys. And in this movie, it is very much about like conspiracy theories. There's MK Ultra, the MK Ultra program, where the CIA tried to like make um, their own psychics to compete with Russian psychics. But this puts a Lovecraftian twist on it. It's saying that the source of the serum that they were injecting the people um, came from, well, somewhere else. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to ruin things. It's scary. It's creepy. Um, they do the MK Ultra program. They also reference the number stations. You guys know about the number stations? I do remember the number stations. Yeah. Yes. So these things still exist. You can literally, if you do shortwave radio, you can tune into these things. Holy crap. Sorry. And I was looking it up and I didn't know stuff about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is so worth watching. We should do like Banshee a is a movie. I, 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 yes. I, no, hold on. I want to make sure that you're correct. Banshee is a movie, but I think you're talking about Banshee chapter. Oh, because there is a Banshee movie that was in 2006, Banshee Chapter, 2013 thriller horror. Oh, you know, Banshee Chapter. Sorry, guys. Um, Sorry. But I'm was, not good with names, really. <laughs> well, the crazy thing was it was produced by Zachary Quinto. Okay. Which is a big deal if you guys know who Zachary Quinto is. That's Spock from the new Star Trek. Oh, fun. He produced that movie. Yeah. So I that movie is cool. Yeah, you got you want you guys see this movie. It, it is it is different. It is out again. Lovecraftian. I just like these things because they're different. And they make you think. And yeah, these these are my recommendations for Lovecraftian movies. Uh, I I actually had more on my list somewhere, but um, <laughs> that was that I just kind of like put yeah. down. Yeah, I'm probably gonna end up going and watch some of those too because I didn't know some of those. My stupid thing auto corrected parasite. That's a spoiler. Um, all right, up next, we got some some games. Now, I think we can all talk about these because some of these we've played. Okay, people yeah. might not have realized that they're Lovecraft inspired. Yeah. So, first of all, we're going to talk about The Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> so, that uh, my game still might be on Twitch. I don't know. I kind of st- No, it's definitely on YouTube. I, uh, actually, it's here. Is it here on Dorkside Cookies? Uh, yeah, yeah, on our YouTube. The, you can actually watch me play through all of the Call of Cthulhu PC game. It is cool. It is, uh, it's very, so here's the thing. My, my short review, it is Lovecraft. It is true to the story. It's got some deep mysteries. It's got horror. It's got your character is, uh, like it's got like branching storylines. Like there's like, I think there's like seven different endings that you can like unlock different versions depending on how like what choices you make, but it is definitely kind of railroading you towards this ending. You, I mean, you, you're going to go to the same ending. It's just exactly whether the world burns or not is kind of some level of goodness and nothing is good. Cause this is a Lovecraft story and all Lovecraft stories end with sadness and misery, which is why I love it. So that's the Call of Cthulhu game, yeah. which I told you we're going to probably have one in every category. Yeah. Um, but the next up, I think the next three or four things we mention are going to be games that people remember and they don't realize were Lovecraft inspired. Okay. So, for instance, Alan Wake. You guys remember Alan Wake? 
I remember all the stuff. I actually have it somewhere around <laughs> it, around the house. And I don't know. I feel like most people I knew like had it. And they're like, yeah, that was so cool. And the idea of it, it was so cool. And I was like, did you beat it? And they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I, Did you beat it? I know. <laughs> <clears throat> I knew of it. I never played it, though. Um, so real quickly, the story follows best-selling uh, thriller novelist Alan Wake as he tries to uncover the mystery behind his wife's disappearance during, disappearance during a vacation in a small fictional town of Bright Falls, Washington all while experiencing events from the plot in his latest novel, which he cannot remember writing, coming to life. So that's that's a pretty cool little premise to a story. Um, but yeah, and it's got really high marks. So a lot of people like the Alan Wake series. Um, so if you're interested in learning a little bit about some Lovecraft things, go check out Alan Wake because they apparently did it right. Uh, the next two I don't even think I need to read a synopsis of. Okay. Um, one being Amnesia. Frankie, have you played Amnesia? Yeah. Fuck that game. <laughs> <laughs> you just hate it because of the water the water level. You I, hate you and water levels. <laughs> fucking water levels. I hate them. I hate them. Uh, no, Amnesia was definitely one of the... Uh, I, I, I would put it up there as one of the original jump scare games that was in the, almost the same time period as when... Um, Slender Man. And all Slender that. Man and Five Nights at Freddy's started getting really popular. And... Yeah, Amnesia is just a, it's a crazy game. You're just trying to get out before you go insane. And the more you go insane, the more stupid shit that happens to scare the shit out of you. And they did a good job of it. Um, yeah, Frankie, did you play Bloodborne? See, uh, I played a little bit when it first came out, but um, it had glitches when it first came out. Oh, it has glitches now. <laughs> But I think it's on purpose. It was designed to have glitches. Yeah. To make you go insane, right? (laughs) I I have me playing through the first chapter on uh, my Dorkside Gaming YouTube channel. Yeah. I I ended that experiment. It was miserable. (laughs) Well, Bloodborne was also, if you guys have PlayStation Plus and you saw it last month, it was uh, the PlayStation Plus free game of the month. Um, it was either last month or a month before. I know I have it and I never yeah. bought it. So I know I own Bloodborne, but Bloodborne is definitely a Lovecraft inspired game. And just like Lovecraft would want you to do, it is anger inducing. Yes. So <laughs> if you like rage games like Dark Souls, and if you've heard of the new games coming out, Ghost of Tsushima, Sekiro's uh, Shadows Die Twice, those are all in the same vein of Bloodborne. It, and, it, is, and, a, it is a story-based game. And what's interesting about it is it's, um, very skill centric. Yeah. So you can beat this game, I think in like less than an hour or less than half an hour, something ridiculous. Um, if it's all timing related, it's one of those Japanese timing related games. If you can like hit the button on the frame of animation, you can just win. It doesn't matter what level it is, anything like that. You just always hit it. the same perfect frame a second. I hate those kind of games. <laughs> um, I hate them cause I'm not good at them. If I'm, I was good at them, I wouldn't hate them. But I, I think I don't have, have to, the time to be good yeah, at it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bloodborne is a, another one of those. Cool game. Cool yeah. story. Amazing story, actually. Um, and the last one we had on games, well, video games, because we yeah. still got board games coming up. Um, Darkest Dungeon. PC Master Race. PC Master Race. That game is insane. And I think you even like it. I love and hate it. Which is funny because guess what kind of game it is? It's a roguelike. It's a roguelike game. <laughs> I got him. I, I got him cornered. No, Darkest Dungeon is a really cool game. It's it's you're a, a group of traveling, uh, you know, 
well, you, you're traveling through a dungeon with a group of people, and these people each have their own skills. You're fighting zombies and bad guys and all this other stuff. But every time you go through, something different happens. Uh, that's the whole purpose of a roguelike game. It's a completely yeah. different experience every single time you play it. The the thing that might interest you, if you don't like roguelikes, but you like that description, but then you say, I don't want to even check it out because it's a roguelike. I think what validates it a little bit more is that you are the inheritor of a town mansion. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's a mansion and you build up the town. You level up the, the bar and you build a wagon and you do all this stuff. And that is not a roguelike. That is like, you know, playing an economic city building game. You're just building it up. And as you build it up, you have more people to recruit and more equipment to purchase and all this stuff. And so even though you're being miserable and throwing your keyboard against the wall <laughs> when you've lost like that one dude that you're like, yeah, he's about to like hit the level next level, whatever. Oh no, he's, he's like, he's dead now. He's dead. He's dead. Yeah. Or, he, or he's broken because he went insane <laughs> and now he's no good. And you just like, I don't want to spend enough to fix him. Um, but at least the city still leveled up. Yeah. Does it have an end now? I, I was playing it during early beta. I, so. I, I, not only does it have an end, it has, I think, two expansions now. Okay. And the expansions are even out. crazier. Like, yeah. <coughs> they added some nuts stuff in there. <coughs> oh, sorry, guys. Um, up next, our weeb corner. You know, the weed weeb. The weed weeb. Um, I, I put this on the list because I remember it. I don't remember finishing it or seeing it, but maybe Frankie did. And if not, we won't have much to talk about in this particular one. But have you seen Alien 9? Alien 9. No, I did hear a little bit about it. I was uh when I was researching more about um the Lovecraftian animes, that one popped up uh several times. Yeah. Um, a few times. Yeah. I don't I know very little about it. I just remember it was aliens. I think there's nine of them. Um I, I remember I failed at this one, but guys. I do I, just, I do know one myself that I love. Do own and have watched many times. That is the most relevant. Naruto will love watching, guys. If you guys ha- haven't seen it, Bleach, um, and that is Paranoia Agents. Oh. So Paranoia Agents is is not a complete Lovecraftian story. Um, the reason why a lot of people kind of have it crossover or like say that it's got inspired is it's detective work the people that are trying to solve the the mysteries and the problems uh is a a detective uh, like a normal woman and a policeman uh or or like we're not a policeman and detective are the same thing or like there's one other person i can't uh um but the monster uh at first is said to be this person little slugger uh, you're believed to think it's a human. I'm not going to go anymore into describing what Little Slugger is, but it, it is a thing um, that ha- has a big, big twist into the story. The story is very psychic, very, very like there's a lot of psychology uh, parts to it. Um, if it, it, the best way I describe Paranoid Agents, uh, you have to pay attention to a lot of the details and things that are going on in the anime. Because at the end of the series, if you weren't paying attention, uh, you're going you're gonna to get mad and you're going to think it's a dumb series. But I feel like that's going to be exactly the same response with the next one I was going to bring up too. Um, but, but continue. Well, I, I, 
Unless you're done. Almost. almost. Okay. I'm just kind of just going over, uh, letting you guys know that this anime is great. You're going to go into it expecting it, like thinking you understand the outcome of it. But I'm going to tell you guys you are going to complete, be completely wrong um, 50% of the way. You're going to believe through thick and thin in your head that it's going to end a certain way. And it won't. Um, but be prepared to watch it. It's crazy. Um, it's a little, it, it, it's a little more mature. So for the, for the, our younger crowd, if you're don't have an okay, I would say you wouldn't be able to find it because most of the places are going to have an age restriction. On if you don't know how to, I don't think any well. young people are probably listening to our podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know. Yeah, we don't we, know. We don't I don't mean, know. I, really, we don't. Well, we I, some, I welcome them all. They we, can listen to all our news. I just checked our stats the other day. We have a Norwegian listener. Oh yeah, well that's awesome. That's, and I thank know, you. I, from, I, know, I know who it is too. I, he really is from Nor. Nor. I'm so bad at that. I did that three times yesterday when I was telling Fabi. I was like, he really is from Norwegia. No, no, he's from <laughs> Norway. You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, our, our one European fan. <laughs> but um, guys. Basically, go check out Paranoid Agents. Um, that sounds you cool. Can, you can find it, I believe, on uh, Crunchyroll. Damn it. Um, I, <laughs> Funimation. Oh, no. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> if not there, I do know they sell the whole box offices on Amazon. Box office? I did look. Er, box set? Box set. Yeah, box office. <laughs> uh, box set on Amazon. Um, fairly cheap. I don't think it's that. Yeah, like fairly cheap. Okay. I, you know, I would... I would I would consider buying it on uh, Amazon Prime Video, maybe. Yeah. Is that possible? Is I that... think it is. Mm. I, I can look it up while we're talking. But, okay, cool. Um, All right. The next one, uh, Frankie, I don't know if you've seen this one, but this one I've seen, I think, a total of three or four times now. And it's, to me, it's just like Donnie Darko, where I've seen it so many times, and I still have no idea what the freaking hell is happening. I love Donnie have Darko. Have you seen Boogie Pop Phantom? <sighs> Show me a picture because it sounds so familiar. Well, I can, I can, let me, uh, start off with explaining what it is real quick. Um, paranoia agent collection, $22 on Amazon. So not bad. Yeah. Um, boogie pop phantom. Basically it starts off. The very first episode starts off with this light in the center of town and people are trying to figure out what's going on and there's invisible things and there's, like a dude with the clock and I don't even know how to explain it, but the series was so fucking weird. Like heads were coming off and people were getting murdered. And you know what? Somebody thing. Somebody mentioned it to me. It might've been when I met you, um, seven, eight years ago, I was talking about this anime because it's still to this day. I have no idea what it's about, but I do know it's very Lovecraft inspired because everybody's going insane it's some weird ancient thing in the middle of the city that's causing everybody mm-hmm. to just do the stuff and there's one guy who knows exactly what's going on i don't know it's just crazy that was I'm, a big thing that i i missed on saying that that's a the, the lovecraftian thing everybody in paranoia agents that meets little slugger it goes insane <laughs> of course um but here's the thing though i don't know what the hell's going on in the show but i liked it and I've watched it several times, and I still like mm. it. But it's such a weird show. The art, so from the pictures you've shown me, the art style is completely different than m- most most anime. It looks like this artist had like the they put a very unique style to it. 
Um, I also want to know. I'm probably going to try to look up a trailer or something on it later uh, tonight because yeah, that I think uh, I own it somewhere. If the if uh, the animator if the art style is already different, uh, maybe the animations might be a little different too. Yeah. Um, last up on our anime list, Frankie and I have at least seen one episode. If not, I don't know how much Frankie's seen of it, but Parasite. Um, I actually, yeah, I saw that when it first came out. <laughs> Miji or Migi. <laughs> That show is fucking crazy, and it's a good oh, kind of crazy. Oh, it's real crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> so it's like this whole race of alien species are taking over humans and like eating them and chomping them in half and cutting off limbs. And the protagonist gets this parasite, hence the name, um, in his hand that turns into like a scythe, a blade, a bird. I don't know. It did all kinds of weird things. But it was this weird parasite that was... One of the rare ones who didn't want to kill his host, he wanted everything to stay alive. So he had, you know, a place to live, maybe. But the show is really cool. It's like some, it's like a uh, magical girl anime, but there's no magic and there's no girls. It's just some weird parasite. Just gore and whore. Fighting everything. It was very, very gory. So if you guys like that stuff, watch this one. Uh, But it's just a cool show. I mean, Parasite was really awesome. Yeah, I, I can't say enough about it's it. It's not that they're really being inflicted with madness. It's more they're just being inflicted with his alien race that wants to destroy all of mankind. That's all. Um. So, oh yeah. Next up, um, we have board games. Board games. Board games. Okay, so I'll, I'll make this quick because we're running a little bit long. Yes, we are. Dom. Um, and so I, I just want to like. There's lots of. Lovecraftian board games from Fantasy Flight Games and a couple there's, other companies. There's even a, uh, dare I say, Call of Cthulhu board game. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, or, you know, that massive collection of Cthulhu Wars right behind oh, me. God, yeah. So what's interesting about Cthulhu Wars behind me, uh, it was created by Sandy Peterson. Sandy P- Peterson you, is Sandy. also the principal author of the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game back in the 70s. Damn. And a lot of people credit him for introducing these concepts of horror into a game format. Yeah. Cause they've, cause all kinds of different video games and stuff reuse this to yep. kind of try to add depth to, to, to the characters. Sandy so, Peterson, friend of the show. Yeah. He's awesome. I mean, <laughs> we want to say friend of the friend, show. Friend, yeah. We've, we've I, mean, talked I, him a I don't know times. if he's listened to this. We thought we talked to him for other videos, so <laughs> not the show yet, but we should have him on or something. If all we right. could. Oh Yeah. Yeah, White we'd whale. have to we'd have to go to Austin. Uh, that's oh darn! Like, he's like <laughs> easy. I want to go have a beer uh-uh. with you. Like okay, we want to do an interview with you. <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. All right. So uh, I could tell you about you know games that easily everybody already knows. You go in any, any game store; these games are going to be there. Uh, Mansions of Madness, all those normal games. Instead, I'm going to tell you about two games that are different. They're going to change your minds about kind of like the gameplay experience. It's going to be cool and weird, which is good in this case. Machina Arcana. Machina Arcana is steampunk Cthulhu, which turns out to be perfect. It's an amazing combination. Those are two words I like to hear together. Yeah. So this is a, it's co-op. It's super rich Lovecraftian lore. Instead of like, you know, these games behind me, some of the mansions of madness, that kind of stuff. These games tend to be, um, I don't know, kind of abstract. They don't really have you directly doing tactical battles with Cthulhu monsters. In Steampunk Cthulhu, there is a little bit more combat and it it's very tactical, like you moving around on a grid. Like you've got maps of, I don't know, maybe a, a weird laboratory or 
um, sewers or something like that. And you've got to navigate through here. You've got different story objectives and stuff. It, it's super cool. Um, it is hard to get. It's about 80 to a hundred dollars in the secondary market. You can't, uh, it's, it's sold out everywhere. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. um, the other game is Mythos Tales. So Mythos Tales uses the Sherlock Holmes rules. The Sherlock Holmes rules is basically this um, sort of interesting um, co-op multiplayer choose your own adventure, right? So the old like turn to, like do this and then turn to page eight and then or you if you do this turn to page thirteen. Well, see, Betrayal did that to us too. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, you have a map, you have clues that you kind of work through and you try to solve this mystery. Well, they've rebranded this game that was built for Sherlock Holmes and turned it into a Lovecraftian uh, investigator kind of mission. You can play it single player too or with your friends and it's super cool. There, there, You do have to have kind of a high tolerance. You can actually buy this one on Amazon, probably other stores, but you have to have a little bit of a high tolerance because there's some production errors and it can be a little bit frustrating to try to solve the mystery and then you can't solve the mystery because it's literally impossible. They just made a mistake in the printing. I'm still hoping that there's going to be like a second uh, a second printing of this game that will fix these issues. But otherwise, it's still it's got eight stories and it is super cool if you just want to immerse yourself in this kind of Lovecraftian madness. Uh, yeah, so that's that's the madness thing. Um... We brought them the madness. We brought them the madness. Yeah. You can now say um, you're that much more insane. We're going to end with our normal segment. But before we do, I forgot one last little piece of funny, funny, funny news I wanted to bring up very quickly. Funny. All right. Star Tropics is coming to the Switch. It's a game that's, uh, that was popular way back in the day. Um, but it came with a bug. And not really a bug, but a bug. A so bug. Star Tropics on the Switch at the current moment cannot be beaten. Okay. That's because the final clue to unlock the final boss to beat him or whatever it was is open your game case, take out the map, put it in water, flip it over and tell me what the code is. You can't do that if you bought the game digitally because you no longer have the game case (laughs) for the map. So yeah, wait till they fix that. If you're thinking about playing Star Tropics, don't don't do that. Uh, Okay. So our final segment we always do is the... We call it the Would You Rather. It hasn't yeah. really turned into a Would You Rather anymore. It's been like a uh, choose one of the two things. That's true. And I don't know. I still like it. So last week we asked you guys, what would you rather have as a pet? A flurkin, if you've, Flurkin's if you've seen um, Captain Marvel. Goose. Or, yeah, <laughs> goose. Or a porg, which porgs were unfortunately such secondary characters. They never got a name. They're just porgs. Yeah. Or chickens for Chewbacca. Um, and with an overwhelming result, uh, I told you. Goose. I told you. <laughs> Goose. All, I told suicide. you. Suicide. Yeah, suicide I by pet. told you. <laughs> the Goose won with a 71%. I knew it. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, make Flurkins real so we can have pocket These are the same for... people who want a tiger as a pet. <laughs> you will not survive. You will not. I'm sorry, people. You've committed suicide. By, and by Florkin. I don't know if if you're watching the video now, you may have seen about 20 minutes ago me and Rich do some nonverbal talking. That's because <laughs> we forgot to add the, be a secret. end of the segment. But we came up with a good one, though. I still think it's a good one. Okay. Right. So would you rather, Frankie, you're going to answer this when we get off air, or you're going to answer it next yeah. week. Would you rather be a character in Game of Thrones? Or... <laughs> 
I forgot it. The Walking Dead. <laughs> the Walking Dead. Sorry. Would you rather be a character in the Game of Thrones or a character in the Walking Dead? So Just would you both, rather both a both a world where basically you're probably going to die <laughs> high chances of death yeah. unless you're Tyrion or well I mean Tyrion's really the only one in yeah, Game maybe. of Thrones but yeah so we're going to end our segment there let us know if you go to Dorkside Cookies um, probably at the time of listening we yeah. should have the poll up let us know if you would rather be in Game of Thrones or Walking Dead and uh, thanks for listening we're going to uh, move right into our interview next yeah. where uh, if you if you pay attention we have. Um, uh, Patrick Robinson, right? Patrick Robinson. Patrick Robinson, artist, writer. He's going to tell us about some of his stuff, and we're yeah, going to ask him books and... if he likes Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> Watch him hate Paul, Paul Rudd. He's going to hate him. Like, right. That guy totally <laughs> stiffed me at a convention. <laughs> Wouldn't talk to me. Yeah, what an ass. Just kidding, Paul Rudd. We love you if yeah, you're listening. You. Uh, all right, guys. We'll see you uh, next week. Um, same time, same bat channel. Don't get sued for us. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>